Do you think there's ever a time in your life, like, do you think even at 70 years old, when you do stuff that's really adult, you think to yourself, I can't believe I'm doing such a grown-up thing. I had to go meet with our accountants yesterday, and the entire time I was there, in the back of my head, I was like, you're such a responsible grown-up. Don't, when you're talking to accountants, don't they seem like such responsible grown-ups? Oh, yeah. The accountants themselves. And you're like, wow, when I grow up, I want to know that much about stuff. And then you're like, oh, wait, they're three years younger than me. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I'm, I, you know what? I bet that's when you stop thinking that you're such an adult is when all the people that you're working with become younger than you are. Yeah. It happened once with my doctor where he said the phrase, at your age, you need to stretch more before you swim. So, you know, so, so many laps. And I was like, at my age, what do you mean by that? And then I realized he's like five years. My doctor is like five years younger than Ugh. I am. Mm. Hashtag old. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful for umbrellas. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for my phone case. It it rained yesterday in Atlanta like there was about to be an arc built. There really, I mean, it was, truly. It was so, and I felt so bad because our beagle, Sadie, gets so nervous in, in bad weather that I moved her bed into my closet. I have a walk-in closet, and she spent most of the day hanging out in there. Weather was so bad in Atlanta yesterday that I work in a TV studio and there were literal alarms going off on everyone's phones because oh, that's like, how bad the weather was. Like different alerts for their neighborhoods where yeah. they live and stuff. Mm-hmm. If we all don't float away, uh, Valentine's Day will be celebrated one week from today. I, of course, have my comedy show happening on the 14th and the 15th with a few tickets still available. So if you want to go, get your tickets this weekend because it will sell out. And I have my Valentine's Day gift guides. I have one for guys, one for girls, and gift guides are something that I've done for years for almost every holiday. And it's one of my favorite things to do. And you can get links to both of those things by texting the word hint, H-I-N-T to 800-434-5454. And when the gift guides are ready, they'll be texted right to your phone. I've been practicing or, or, uh, getting ready for this very simple exercise we're doing on today's show, or I'm doing on today's show rather. And it it makes me so nervous. Are you stressed? Are you anxious? I think I am. Like, the idea is that I would just reclaim my confidence for being good at the broadcasting stuff that I do because I am good at it. You just had a rough couple of years where your self-esteem took a hit. So we're going to get that back by you saying out loud to all of our listeners what you're good at and claim uh, you're going to own your stuff. I'm going to own my career because I am good at what I do. And your role, Callie, is as I do this, if I start to disclaim something or justify something or something like that, you need to stop me and make me re-say it. Okay. 
and I'm going to be reading off of notes. And I want everyone who is listening and who feels beat up by their job or maybe a bad relationship they've had or a bad group of friends where deep down inside, you know, you're good. I want everyone to, to claim their power because if you feel beat up like that, this is a stressful thing to do. I will say if it gives you a little bit of confidence before you go into your confidence speech, um, I have gotten a number of emails and messages this week of people saying, you know what? Jeff is right about their job and yes. written like me a paragraph in email about why you're, why yes. they're awesome. Yes. Yes. And I, my response to them is heck yeah, you are. And I think for me, I know what it is, is like, I don't want to claim anything that might even remotely belong to somebody else. Like, I don't want to claim a success that is remotely somebody else's and make somebody else think that I'm stealing their thunder. Mm -hmm. So that is probably what gives me the most anxiety. But then when I wrote this all out and I wrote this list of, of this pretty impressive career that I've had, I realized that the common denominator through all of that is me. Yes. So I'm obviously good at what I do. Yes. All right. True. So what's your role again? To, um, if you start to put disclaimers on anything or say, but, or even though I'm going to stop that and make you reset. it. All right. Perfect. Here we go. So this is me. This is all the positives of me in a nutshell. All right. I started my real radio career in Boston, where I helped the new morning show host in town defeat a heritage morning show in less than two years. I feel like you should have a bell, like to like mark that as a victory. Ding. Then I was recruited to Tucson, Arizona. I worked on a show there for nearly seven years that was consistently number one in the market. And when the host of that show left to go work in a big city, I stayed on as host and maintained the ratings for several months. I found a guy who I wanted to be my co-host and work with me, but the station had other plans and they hired a completely different morning show, so I quit. And this is aside, I don't have this written down in my notes, but the reason I quit is because at age 26 or however old I was, I was much more confident then than I am now. So I was like, right. oh, you're going to disrespect me? <gasps> bye bye and I, <laughs> and I quit. Like, I remember that going, this is unacceptable. Like, I have worked my tail off for six years. I've kept the ratings up since mm -hmm. Mojo left. And I have earned this shot. And not only that is I'm aware of where my shortcomings are. And I found somebody that I could work with that you just need to hire. And they're like, no, 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 your ideas are bad. We're going to bring in this completely different show. Hashtag radio. Yeah. So <laughs> so that happened and I quit. Um, and what ended up happening in Tucson is the show that they brought in lasted, I believe, less than two years. And the station, after that show left, ultimately hired the guy that I recruited to come work with me. And he has been there ever since. Oh, that's funny. And his show is nationally syndicated. Wow. Yep. Then from Tucson, I went to Philadelphia for two years. I don't really know. We did well, but I don't have any like super great stories from Philly. And then in Philly, I came to Atlanta and I helped launch the Burt Show. So in my time there, 
nearly 15 years. It became the market leader in Atlanta. It was considered one of the top shows in the country. And despite being launched on a low power signal, it became so dominant that eventually it moved to one of the most powerful signals in the city and became nationally syndicated. And while I worked there three different times, Star 94 tried to hire me away. The third time it was a charm. That's when I went. I started at Star 94 in March of 2016. And by October, the show was winning in all, all of its key demos. And our competition was so alarmed by our fast growth, they launched an aggressive marketing campaign directly at our listeners. And the marketing did work and our ratings started to go down at Star and the management at Star overreacted. And despite my warnings that they were doing irreparable damage to the show, they forced changes. They told us to be basically be on the radio less. They told us to stop doing content after 8.45 in the morning. They had a whole, all these ideas. And I said, you know, you're going to ruin the show. And the competition continued with the hardcore marketing and the combination of all those things was too much. The show was never able to recover. And despite hard work from everybody involved, especially me, it just never succeeded. So uh, I got fired. And in the months following my firing, the other stations stopped doing their marketing and their ratings have adjusted back to normal levels. Star's ratings have gone down since I've left every month, with the exception of December, when they just played Christmas music as a stunt to boost ratings. And I launched a podcast that debuted in the Apple Podcast Top 10, and we now have 70,000 listeners a week and have a waiting list of advertisers. We've been in the top 25 in the relationships category of Apple Podcasts since launch, and we are one of the first shows selected to be a Pandora podcast. And the listeners of this show, this podcast, The Upside, are responding in exactly the way consultants and programmers wanted radio show listeners to respond, but I could never get to happen because of the restraints they would put on it. During my career, I've been a panelist, a speaker, and a moderator at several broadcasting conventions. I'm now getting requests from podcasting organizations and even a radio seminar who wants me to come speak about podcasting. And most importantly, I'm happier and more professionally fulfilled than I've ever been. And while starting a business and being responsible for your own paycheck is extremely scary, the control is oddly peaceful. I am so proud of you. And I, I feel like how the people listening by the way, just for, I, I, I'm just going to cut you off to say this. The first, uh, like about halfway through that, I was super nervous and then something happened. I think my anger at the poor decision-making at star, like turned off my anxiety. And I was like, no, screw this. This is me. So I want to explain, because I feel like if you're listening to this, um, you're like, okay, yeah, he's saying like how he's taking back his work control, whatever. Let me dive into for a second, really what we were going through as a husband and wife duo two years ago, because I know from the amount of people that messaged me when Jeff got fired since people still do it saying, Hey, my husband's getting fired. My wife's getting fired. I'm freaking out all of this stuff. So this is a common household thing, what we were going through in our house. And I think if you've ever been 
in a relationship with someone that is unsatisfied at work, you know how hard it is. But we were at a point in our relationship two years ago, three years ago, where Jeff was coming home every single day telling me what he was told about him that was negative. So I would come home from my job and I would listen to Jeff tell me, well, I had this idea and somebody told me, no, I had this idea and the bosses told me to back off because it was going to, it was going to look bad. I had this idea and, you know, Jen wouldn't, you know, stick up with me like for the show or the, I was fighting this battle or I was like the, fighting the ones, this. The ones that made me really mad were when they came and said, Hey, this is what you need to do. Like people who haven't been in the market or in the industry for that long. Like I bet this happens all the time with younger bosses who haven't been in industries as long as old veterans, mm -hmm. right? People were coming in saying, Hey, you need to do this. And I'm like, no, that's not going to work. I've been, I've been in this city for a decade and a half competing against the radio station I'm on right now. What you're suggesting will not work. And they're like, yeah, well, it will, it will. It's worked in other markets. And I'm like, it's not going to work here, bro. But it was to the point where those, the last, those were the ones that really the made me mad. last six months of the job, because this was a repetitive thing over, over a year, over a year and a half where my husband would go to work every day and he would come home and tell me all of the, the nose, the negative things that people said about him and what he was up against. And then I watched over the course of the past two years, his self-esteem go so far down that every decision he made, even if it was really simple for his own show, he was scared to say it out loud, scared of the ramifications, scared to go in and say, hey, I have an idea because he was scared of the repercussions that he would get because he was told for so long that his ideas didn't matter and he needed to sit down and shut up. And that was what it was such. It made such an impact on our marriage, not in a negative way, but it's so helpless watching someone go through that. And I don't even know if the people that were involved at the time realized how much they put you down, but because you were willing to speak up, you were the first one put down. And I think at the end of that, it's so funny because what I'm having in my head right now is like, you know, people saying, well, you've changed. Well, yeah, your confidence was gone. So I watched my husband. It's so nice to hear him say this stuff out loud. And I hope you feel like you took your power back because it really was, it started out great. Then there were two years of no, 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 you're not good at this. He was actually told at work, you're not funny. Yeah. Um, which really hurt his, I mean, it really hurt his ego. He's a comedian and he loves making people <laughs> laugh. And it's what, which he, is so in, in retrospect is so ridiculous because I've been told my entire life I'm funny. And then I had somebody come in and he's like, yeah, I just don't think you're that funny. So this is like, kind of what's what? going on, but he didn't have anybody but me validating his existence. So we got to a point in our house where he would just, he was miserable. And it was a really sad place to be in. So as you're listening to that or when you heard that, okay, yes, it's surface of, of what he did. But the power of that after what we went through and the place that he was in that was so dark with work. And if you've been in that position, you know when you're the person you love comes home and is so upset and tormented over, did I say the right sentence? I have this idea, but I'm seeing, you know, it's just a really negative time. So to see you visibly smiling and and sitting across from me saying, 
Yeah, I actually did have really good ideas. It's so nice to hear because we were in such a dark place two years ago. So would you suggest if there's somebody who is in that work situation, because it's definitely not unusual, and they have a family member or a person who cares about them, should that person force them to write the resume like I did? Like, How would for- you have responded in the midst of your crazy headspace? It depends on the day. Like there probably would have been one day where I would have told you to get out of the room. It doesn't matter what my past was. This is where I am right now. Like it really was jacked up. And, and, uh, it it was just, it's just a confidence thing because can you speak to how you felt when you were in that mindset where you were so insecure? Like, can you say So if somebody is like, I didn't feel like I was insecure at the time I wanted to succeed and I wanted everybody who was involved to succeed. Even the people that I didn't like Mm -hmm. that I was working with, I wanted everybody to succeed. So when we started to not succeed, I just became more and more desperate to do what needed to be done. But and, and at no point did I ever sit that what I think I should have done. And I, I, in retrospect, what I should have done is I should have sat down and said, Hey, you guys are the ones who screwed this up. Like I took all the burden on myself, mm-hmm. even other people's mistakes. Like I should have sat down and said, Hey, you know what? You remember when you told us to start playing music at eight 45 in the morning. And I told you that the joke across the street was when you start playing all music in the nine o'clock hour, then the, Morning show is going to get fired. The morning show is going to get fired. Like I, like I said that sentence, you know, and, and they're like, no, it's different. We've done research. And I'm like, it, no, like you've done research, but I've lived in this city for 15 right. years. So, um, I just, I've just never been a super confident person like that. And I wish I had been because I would have kept flipping it back on them rather than taking the repair of their mistakes on me. So I think what he's saying and you can what you're saying is if you're in a place where someone in your house or you is coming home miserable every day think about that and sit down and force yourself to think about it maybe it's a day maybe it's on the weekend maybe you go out of town and get out of the space but do almost an inventory of how you feel how it's affecting your life and ask yourself, well, you know it how it's, it? a, no, you know how it's affecting your life. And some people can't leave because they, I couldn't leave. I had a contract. I legally couldn't leave. The only way to get out early was to get fired. Like I couldn't leave. Like people can't leave. But I think what you should do is do the inventory of why you have the job that you're in. Like, why were you hired? Right. And why do you have that job? And are you carrying other people's burdens? Because if you are, get rid of them. Like you're not being paid to come in there and fix everybody else's problems. You're being paid to come in there and do your job to the best of your ability with the resources you've been given. So I'm not, I, my angst or whatever at work would have been different because I would have, if I had come in and said, well, you know what? It's not my fight to fight. If they want to play all music in the nine o'clock hour, so be it. That's what I'll do. And I didn't fight that. And I just did it, which actually I kind of did, but I fought it. Um, then my angst would have been like, 
I'm working for dumb people. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it, it would have come out in a different way, but just make sure you're not putting all of those rocks in your backpack. Like you don't have- It's really heavy. Yes. To you. Yes. And it's really heavy to the people around you. And it's not fair. While you think you're taking care of all your coworkers, it's not fair to your family and your friends. And those are the people you should be taking care of. So anyways. How do you feel now? Uh, good, I think, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I don't feel dry. I, I told you the switch flipped like a week or two ago. Yeah. I think it flipped when we met with our rep who sells the advertisements on our show. And he was just stating facts about the success of our show. And I'm like, you know what oh. I think it was a little bit from him is that you were pitching ideas for the first time and having someone that we do business with. And he's not our boss, but like we need him to like us. And he was like, yeah, that's a great idea. Let's put it together. Yeah. And then just went and put it together. Let's try it. it. Let's, you it, know, it was that. And then you, we're going to introduce you next week to um, a friend of mine who did radio in a different city and got fired. And I called him up and I gave him a pep talk. And I was like, dude, the, the radio, you got screwed by this thing, this radio downsizing that this entire company did. You're better than this. Start a podcast. Let's talk it through. And he and I started having conversations about it and, and we fed off each other. And I think I've got him at like 90% ready to start a podcast. And the fact that he's going to start a podcast with my help and I know it's going to be successful, that makes me feel good too. Good. So anyways, uh, all right, now uh, on to the important stuff. It's Free Stuff Friday on the Upside with Callie and Jeff, where you can win free stuff. Because it's Friday. I love that that's not recorded. So you're like, so I don't, um, free stuff Friday. <laughs> free stuff Friday. Uh, we have a partner on the show uh, this week who Callie, who's starting this week, who Callie has loved for years. Years. Because uh, they've made my life tremendously easier. It's called Dinner Affair and... Uh, they, I guess they're meal kits, but, but not the ones where you have to pretend to be a home chef. Oh my gosh. No, it is not like that at all. Um, they come and everything is like already mixed and already done and already whatever it is, takes five minutes to put together and then you put it in the oven and they're all healthy and they're clean and oh, it's so good. And they've just started, um, and they told Callie this, especially uh, for her, um, they've just started, if they haven't done it this month, it'll be next month. It is this month. It's this month, mm -hmm. having all the Weight Watchers information on there so you can type in the nutritional data. Right, because to calculate Weight Watchers points, you have to have very specific nutritional information to type in to get your points. And they started doing that um, as of this month. So when I ordered our order for the month, I typed in all the points ahead of time. Uh, so if you would like to win a dinner affair gift certificate and get meals delivered right to your house, no matter where you live in the country, text the word dinner to 800-434-5454. And that will give you one entry into the contest. And per usual, you'll get a link back, which will give you a chance to win a couple bonus entries. So you could be the next big winner on Free Stuff Friday with The Upside with Callie and Jeff. On Friday. Yeah. 
When I bought my first third love bra, I went onto their website. I was taking their Fit Finder quiz and I was kind of thinking like, okay, come on. You really don't think I know what bra size I need? Well, they sent me my size after taking the Fit Finder quiz. And guess what? It was an unbelievable fit. And after that, I couldn't even wear my old bras because the way that they didn't fit was so glaring to me after I found what actually works for me. Third Love has over 80 sizes of bras, cups AA through I, bands 30 to 48, and truly, you will find your perfect fit. You can wear the bra, you can live in it, you can even wash it, and if you don't love it within 60 days, you can send it back and they will give it to another woman in need. How awesome is that? Right now, go to thirdlove.com slash upside and you can get 15% off your first purchase. That's thirdlove.com slash upside for 15% off today. Is there anything worse than getting all set and ready to work out and you are off and running and then all of a sudden you realize that your sock has slipped down past your shoe and it's about to pop underneath your heel? You've got to stop and fix your sock? That is enough to make anybody quit. But Bombas takes care of that problem. They're designed with left-right contouring and a Y-stitched heel, so they will stay perfectly in place. If part of your 2020 plan is working out, don't get derailed by subpar workout gear. Make sure you're set up for success with Bombas. And just to make you feel good, know this, the number one requested item in homeless shelters is socks, and Bombas is giving a pair to someone in need for every pair that you buy. Get 20% off your order today by going to bombas.com slash upside. That's bombas, B-O-M-B-A-S.com slash upside for 20% off your purchase today. When it comes to building a better mattress, Brooklyn Bedding literally owns it. Every sleep solution is American made in their very own state-of-the-art factory in Phoenix, Arizona, where they custom craft a mattress just for you. Two brothers, John and Rob Merwin, started 25 years ago as master craftsmen, learning everything there is to know about building a quality mattress. We've been sleeping on the Elite Spartan by Brooklyn Bedding, featuring featuring individually encased coils and proprietary comfort foams with a smart fabric cover. What makes the Spartan so advanced? It absorbs your body heat and transforms it into far infrared rays of energy emitted back to you for a more restorative sleep. The Spartan also features Titan Cool, which responds to individual body temperature to give you the perfect sleep environment. Jeff and I have been sleeping on this bed for months. We love it and I'm no longer sleeping hot, which is so nice. If you're looking for the best sleep ever at factory direct prices, go to brooklynbedding.com. Mattresses start at just $4.99. You'll save 25% off every order with code UPSIDE25. That's brooklynbedding.com. American owned and American made. They own the sleep solution because they own the factory. Callie, I have either a treat for you or I'm about to be the victim of a practical joke. Okay. Remember when you said a couple days ago that there is a state song that everybody knows, but you just didn't remember it? Yes. And I had no, I had no recollection of that state song. Yes. Somebody called and left a voicemail, uh, one of our listeners in Nevada. So we'll add that to our list of states that have reached out to us. 
she left us a voicemail and she sang a song. Is it Ashley? Yeah. Is my Instagram friend Ashley. Okay. So Ashley sang us a song about the States, but I think it's a made up song. And I think you guys are, it's, this is a prank on me. Okay. And, let and me I, hear it. And I'm going to play it. And then you're just going to laugh at me. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. It's Ashley from Las Vegas. And I was laughing so hard this morning that Jeff had no idea what the 50 States song was. And I haven't sang it in about 20 years, but here you go. And you're welcome. Alabama, Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, California, Colorado, Connecticut, cha-cha-cha, Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Hawaii, Idaho, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maine, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Minnesota, Mississippi, Missouri, Montana. Nebraska, Nevada, New Hampshire, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, North Carolina, North Dakota, Ohio, Oklahoma, Oregon, Pennsylvania, Rhode Island, South Carolina, South Dakota, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, Vermont, Virginia, Washington, West Virginia, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. You're welcome. Hope you enjoyed that. Love you guys. Bye. <laughs> That's a made up so song. Happy. It's so not. I'm going to see if I can put a Google on it and we'll. It, you can. I'm sure there are songs that have all 50 states, but other than the words cha-cha-cha, she was just saying. I know, but it's the order. It's alphabetical. Right. Can you name all of them without a song? No, but if you gave me a list of the states in alphabetical order, I could sing like Alaska, Alabama, B, C, D, Delaware, F, G, Georgia, <laughs> Hawaii, Illinois, Iowa. I could just make cha-cha-cha. I could just make up a thing. Let me see if I found it. Kansas, Kentucky, Kentucky, and Kansas are the states that start with K. It's a different song. Totally. It's not even an alphabetical word. <laughs> that one is that one right there is I think you and and this Ashley woman are pranking me. No, we're really hold on. YouTube kids may have something for me. Oh this God. says alphabetical order. There are 50 states. Oh. <laughs> no, that's not it. <laughs> okay, why don't you spend the weekend looking for it? Alaska, Arizona, Arkansas, okay. California, Colorado. It's not it. It's because it would. She said in the middle of after Connecticut, she went randomly cha cha cha. Somebody call and validate that this is a thing, please, because Jeff does not believe me. This is a song. 800-434-5454. Here are my uh, three random things for today. Uh, very young kids are called toddlers because in England, centuries ago, the water was so polluted that you couldn't give it to babies, but you could give beer to babies, which uh, made them toddle. So that's why toddlers are called toddlers. <laughs> I feel like you need a drum thing. That's a true story. I know. These are but facts that I found on the internet. Uh, what do people dream about most? Any guesses? Dogs. Number one, falling. Number two, being pursued or attacked. Number three, trying to perform a task repeatedly, but failing. Oh, yeah, that's a that's a recurring one for me. You do? What? Well, it's not a task for me. It's um, I have a recurring nightmare, usually when school starts around August, that I am late for class and no one will help me figure out where I'm going. 
uh, work and school activities are another common dream and, um, and grown up things. And grown up things. Um, also the falling one. Have you ever woken yourself up? Because yes. You're, yes. Cause you feel like you're falling and you jilt yourself awake. Yes. It's the worst way to wake up too. <laughs> it's such a harsh feeling. Cause is in it, the moment you actually feel like you're falling. What is the worst wake up? The falling adrenaline wake up, wake up, or the wake up where you look at your clock and it's 620 and you were supposed to be at work at 545. Oh, definitely the late wake up. Actually. That if, is so bad. If you wake up, what time do you be, do you try to get to the office? 430 AM. Mm -hmm. If you wake up at like 445 AM, that actually causes less adrenaline than if you woke up at 345 or like 4.15, because if you wake up and you're already late, you're, you're like, late. crap, I'm already late. So you call all your coworkers, you say, I'm going to be late. Can you cover me? I'll be in as soon as I can. But if you wake up with just enough time to maybe make it, the next 30 minutes are so adrenaline filled and yes. awful and you won't recover from it the entire no. day. No, 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 no. And then you'll be exhausted by like 1 p.m. Because yes. all the adrenaline, you're like, okay, I'm worn out. All right, here's another would you rather. Would you rather wake up like, 45 minutes late for your alarm. So you have one of those adrenaline mornings mm -hmm. or get a good night's sleep and get to work on time and everything's fine, but then have forgotten your wallet or phone or watch or whatever it is that you're so used to having. I would rather have forgotten my phone at home. Okay. And here's the uh, third random thing for today. Uh, sure. It's nice that you and your significant other share everything, but do not share towels. 56% of towels uh, have fecal matter on them. It's just poop. <laughs> Thanks for clarifying that. That's really disgusting. We don't share towels though. We don't even share bathrooms right now. We're spoiled. I have the guest bathroom and Jeff has the master bath and you know, we just, I've never shared a bathroom with anyone because I've always been the one to get up super early. So I usually leave the room now that Callie gets up before I do, she leaves the room to use the guest room. So I could keep sleeping. Yep. Uh, this, the, uh, the other morning when you woke me up, I had, I woke up and was convinced that it was Saturday. Like, I yeah, was Jeff woke up yesterday and I always wake him up before I leave to go to work. And I was extra freaked out about yesterday's walk to my car because our, um, floodlight had been tripped and it could be anything that flew in front of it, a deer or whatever, but it was on when I got up and I'm like, Hmm, I wonder what set that off. Uh, so I was already freaked out. I wake Jeff up so he could walk me to my car and I was like, Hey, I'm going to work. And he rolled over and usually he's like, gives me a hug. And then he looked at me and he goes, huh? And I was like, I'm going to work. And he goes, why? <laughs> I think you, you know how there's different phases of sleep or whatever. Yeah. I think you got me like right at the peak of the deepest one. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. It's, it means fine. But I was like, what is happening? I forgot to mention on last Monday. Are we doing the product reviews on Monday or Tuesday? Monday. Okay. I forgot to mention on last week's product review, what I'm reviewing next. And it is the love home and planet rewear dry spray. Someone messaged me and said, Oh my gosh, this ad is stalking me. And I think more or less it's like, what's it called again? Love home and planet. Okay. Rewear dry spray. So I think it's essentially like Febreze, but I think it's eco-friendly Febreze. Okay. Um, and they have it at Target, but the ads have been stalking people. So I will be using that and letting you know how I feel about it on Monday. 
All right, you've been waiting all week. You've been waiting for months, and it's back. Are you excited, Callie? Oh, yeah, I'm I'm really excited. For an episode of Petty Crime Junkies. <laughs> what is Crime Junkies, the podcast for people crime who don't junkie. know? Crime Junkie. Crime Junkie. What is Crime Junkie, the podcast? Crime Junkie, the podcast is what my favorite podcast other than our own, and I listen to it all the time, and it highlights cases that most of the time a lot of people haven't known about, and it tries to help, um, you know, just bring attention to victims families all right well i have decided that a lot of petty crimes don't get the attention they deserve so i want to do what i can to showcase these petty crimes so callie could i tell you about alan first an author who lives in long island Oh, you're asking for me to say yes? Yeah, it's a you're the co-host of Petty Crime Junkie. Oh, okay. I didn't realize I was the co-host. I thought you were like riding solo on this. Okay. No, no, no. Um, no, no. We yes, please tell me about Alan. What's his name? Alan First. Alan First. Alan First, as I said, is an author. He lives on Long Island. And in June, he contacted police uh, because he had been away from his house for about 24 hours. And somebody, he believes came inside his home and messed with his home answering machine. Now you're supposed to... You That's the end of the story? No. Oh, what did they... I don't get what I'm supposed to do. What did they what, have on you, the answering what machine? What do you mean you don't get what you're supposed to do? This is just like Crime Junkie, but oh. for petty crimes. So you're supposed to say something about answering machines or something. Got it. Okay, so what what kind of message did they leave? Well, here's the thing. For years, Mr. First had a personal greeting on his home answering machine like, Hi, it's Alan. I can't come to the phone right now, but please leave a message after mm -hmm. the beep. And then it went beep. But what he discovered after being away from his home for 24 hours is that his personal message had been erased and the outgoing recording was now the generic default one that came with the machine. Whoa. He did not believe anyone entered the house, but he, think that his, he, thought, he thinks that his system was hacked. Now, back in April, he reported to police that he thought he was a target of a hacker who entered his computer and moved things around on his screen from a remote location. He also received a strange phone call at 2 a.m. And the caller hung up after it rang just one time. Is that at the end? Police, of course, asked him if he thinks it's possible <laughs> that maybe somebody just called and it was a wrong number and realized it and hung up quickly. Right. Or perhaps that a power outage reset his machine mm -hmm. or that he was just confused about his computer. But Mr. First said no. Somebody is harassing him because of his work as a novelist. Wow. Riveting. So I just wanted to bring some attention to, to that. I'm scared to go to sleep tonight. <laughs> I hope you set the alarm. Good thing we don't have an answering machine. I feel like you're mocking me. I am. <laughs> <laughs>
It is officially six months since we started this show. We launched the podcast on August 8th. So technically it's tomorrow, but this will be our last show of the week. Of the week. So happy anniversary to us. Happy anniversary, Upsiders. This has been one heck of a ride. And I feel like we've been doing this for so long. And then I look at the calendar and I'm like, oh my gosh, we've been doing this for five minutes. We're not even just getting started. We're in the infancy of this. Do you think that we are better at this now than we were in the beginning? Oh, 5,000%. Oh, really? Oh yeah. Do you think well, that, you have radio experience. I had nothing. Do you, I mean, do you think the shows, cause I'll tell you, here's a confession about the, um, this show. I, for months, for like the first two months after every episode, I would take my headphones off and go, that was terrible. And Callie was like, what are you talking about? That's great. And I was like, nah, it was terrible because all that radio experience, podcasting is so much different than radio. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I was breaking every rule that I've been taught for 25 years. Right. And so now I think I'm more comfortable with this podcast. We've been unwinding space. this tightly wound, rule-bound Jeff Dollar. Right. So do you think our shows are better now than they were? I think they're definitely better. Okay. I think we're, I think that we're, I what, like what, that we're. What if you said no? Nope. Our, no, I think our, our show stinks. Our, our good month was October. Since then, it's been all downhill. I like the show more and more every day. I like the community more and more every day. And one thing that I really like is now you're so involved. Like we were kind of, we were completely doing the show on our own when we started, meaning we weren't getting content ideas and things weren't happening outside of what we were coming up with in our own heads. And now we're getting so much input from you. We're steering the show based on what you tell us you like, and we're just really grateful. Um, I think that Jeff and I really have learned the definition of community this year. Totally. 100%. And, um, I, I thought that I knew what it meant, but you have just, completely taught me what that means. So we thank had, you. We had to make some promos for the show that will, um, that'll be used to promote our show on other podcasts. And one of the lines in the promo is referencing the fact that y'all, you, our community, our upside family in the past six months has left us over 4,000 five-star reviews on Apple podcasts alone. Like what? Which that's, is incredible. That's crazy. And I still, like, I'm not going to lie. I still log in every couple of days to see, and they don't come in as fast as they did in the beginning. Mm -hmm. But every day or two, there's a, like a new one up there. And I'm like, what? Who are these people who like us? I love them. I love, I, I do. I love you so See? much. You mean the world to us. Um, and we appreciate everything that you have given us, whether it's, feedback in a kind way or telling a friend or listening when you can or any of that. We just, you have changed our lives and we will never be able to repay you for what you've done for us. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. Three new states are on the roster. Uh, Virginia, South Carolina, and with the song about the states, an appearance from the state of Nevada. So can you name all of the states that we have in order, in the order that they came oh, in? Oh, gosh, no. Um, Georgia, obviously, Pennsylvania, Florida, Tennessee, Massachusetts, Colorado, 
<laughs> and the ones I said today, Virginia, South Carolina, and Nevada, I think. No, I'm not going to do that every time. That would be fun. Hey, Callie and Jeff. This is Crystal from Georgia. I was just giving you a call about my gratitude journal that I've been filling out since the first of the year that I received from you guys. It has definitely been a life changer for me. For example, this week I had a flight to California and I missed it. But the good thing was there was another flight scheduled as well. I was a few hours late, but hey, stuff happens. So um, as opposed to before, that would have ruined my entire day and it would have just been a haunt that I couldn't get over. So um, I'm definitely noticing the changes and I love my gratitude journal. Keep up the good work and I love you guys. Bye. If you have heard about the benefits of CBD but don't know where to begin, let me recommend Hemp Fusion to you. Unlike other CBD brands who offer just CBD, Hemp Fusion offers CBD plus omegas, plus terpenes, plus other natural ingredients that are going to help you feel 100%. CBD works best for your body when it's combined with these other nutrients, and Hemp Fusion does that. They've got products that help with stress, with sleep, and energy and you can get 20% off your first order plus free shipping but you got to go to hempfusion.com and use the promo code upside that's hempfusion.com promo code upside for 20% off and free shipping okay it's crazy that you're like looking for somebody else to do this free stuff friday jeff you have the voice you're great at it just do it yourself. It's been wonderful. All right, love you guys. I agree with Callie on the whole strawberry Pop-Tart thing. That's the only way to go. But Pop-Tart did do the freezer edition where you pop them in the freezer, and the mint chocolate chip was the bomb. All I got to say, pop that on with some ice cream, you're good to go. Hey, this is Sarah from Fayetteville, and I had to pause the podcast because, you guys, I totally remember the state song, the Capitol song. Callie, I am with you. I was always so jealous of everybody that knew it. I may have to go on YouTube and learn it now. You know, that could be my out-of-the-box thing, right? The thing I'm working on. (laughs) Have a great day, guys. Thanks. Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Randy from Dahlonega, Georgia. I am calling to put something out in the universe. I want to go on Jeopardy. I am not a genius, but I do get a handful of questions correct each night when I watch it. So I want to go on. I'm finishing my master's degree this summer, and after that, I will start studying random things so I can try to get on Jeopardy. Thanks. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. It's Jenny. And I am in the car listening to an episode laughing out loud at Jeff's PBS voice. Um, You guys are talking about Downton Abbey and I am just dying laughing. This is what I want to hear more of. Jeff, you are so funny and I was a loyal listener at Star because of your humor and stopped listening to that radio station the day you left and have been listening to this podcast since day one. 
and you always make me laugh. Your humor. I want more of it. It's, it's great. Thank you both. Love your show. Take care. Bye. Hey, Jeff and Kelly. This is Bill, one of your upsiders from the northern Virginia area. I want to thank you all for your program because I listen to it every day on my hour and 20-some-odd-minute train ride into the office. And it helps me start my day and remind me to start off on a good foot with my staff, even when things are falling around our heads, and uh, try to make a positive impact. Keep up the good work. Hey, Upside, this is Stella from Greenville, South Carolina. So it's not too far from Atlanta, but you can mark that state off your list now. Um, I'm a longtime listener, but first-time caller, and I just have a random comment about Cali's product reviews. Um, I definitely do enjoy those, but it's ironic to me because uh, a lot of the times something she's reviewing I haven't actually heard of before, and then after the review, I'll see it on Facebook or somewhere because, you know, the Internet's always listening. So it's just funny to me since it's almost backwards of how it's supposed to be. Anyway, happy February to our Upsiders, and today I'm grateful for this awesome podcast. I'm truly thankful that we're all here. And if you just started your journey here, welcome aboard and enjoy the ride. No matter where you're at in life, be it a high or low, it's always better when you're looking to it from the upside.